Hey. I love you, boo. So happy hey. to be here on your show, Show Business. Hey. So fittingly appropriate for you. And I love that. Thank you, girl. Thank, Thank you. you. And I got something to say if I can share. You're my first guest. Oh, hey. yeah. Hey, I love Let's it. Start it off right. So, um, okay, let's get right to it. No, no, what are you going to say? What well, first say? off, Thank you for uh, giving my full birth name, but I pretty much am just going by Carmine these days. I'm so glad that you said that because that's the first thing. What is your name? What is your nickname? What is your stage name? Mm. And what is your government name? That's how we are government. starting off show business and you okay. can say yay or nay or you can give it all. Well, that's interesting that you even say that. I mean, definitely, Carmeet and my full name in total has been difficult for a lot of people to say. Even when I've had fans come up to like Pussycat Doll Days and they'd be like, oh, Carmeet. And I'm like, okay, really? Does that sound right? <laughs> Like, it was literally a running joke with even the girls. They'd be like, it's Carmi, because they knew how annoyed I'd be about it. But so hopefully people at least know now it's Carmi. So I'm sticking with one name. I have had nicknames, obviously, when I was kind of coming up, like Foxy. I was even Foxy Doll in the Pussycat Dolls, too. But, um, oh, you were? Yeah. I did not know that. Well, we all had little, that. like, Baby Doll. Oh, okay, okay, and, like, I got you. Queen Doll. Um,. But lately, I've had a couple other nicknames, which I don't know if I'll run with, but um, they were given through some different realms, spiritual realms and things, but it's Deva is one of them, and it's D-E-V-A, which if you pronounce, mispronounce it, it'd be Diva. So I'm not I mad at that. that. I love that. I love that. <laughs> All right. So we got it. Y'all, business name, nickname. She's going with Carmeet right now, and then we'll see where the possibilities lead. Is yes. that basically where you're at with the name? All right, cool. Moving right along. How did we meet? Do you remember this story? I do. Okay, so I do. you shared your side. <laughs> My version. You your, yeah, your V1. Right. <laughs> we were at a Robert Townsend audition, and... I'd seen you at different auditions around, so okay. we kind of had kind of we didn't know each other though. Got it. And you you asked me for a ride home. <laughs> sure <I> did. <laughs> but it was after we had connected at the audition. Yes, they, they kept us for a long time. Yes, so we were one of the ones that were there for hours. Hours. Yeah. And we just connected, and we were clowning and stuff, yes. and just having a good time and messing around with the choreography. Do you remember all this? Yes. So it's like we connected at yes. the audition. So by the end, you were like, I felt like we were besties. <laughs> <laughs> I was like a bestie. We were. Yeah. 
<laughs> we were because we, we did leave each other's hit. Like we went out that night. No, it was a few nights after. Oh, okay. And the only reason why I remember that, this is so funny, because once you know we go into the next thing, which is how you picked up uh, your best friend, who I've known since elementary school, but had completely been you know disconnected from since then. Yeah. And I don't even remember as completely, but I did. Yeah. As a more of like a general, you yeah. know. But what I was gonna say was. You guys were so cool to me. I was like, oh my God, these girls are so cool. It was like such a cool crowd. So when you guys didn't call me the first two nights, because you were like, let's go out. Right. And when you guys didn't call me the first two nights, I was mortified. I was like, they didn't even call me. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And here we are 20 years. And here we are. Years. Hey, we ain't got to say all oh, that. Oh, Okay, but sorry. Yeah, I'm just go. saying. <laughs> exactly. We do that all the time. Right. Hey, it's out there. We yes. already know. Everybody can count it. However, I do remember that, and I was so happy because, like, two or three nights later, yeah, you. I think Rami called and said, "Hey, you want to go out? Me and Carmita going out. You, we're going to this place called the Yacht Club." <laughs> and it was right there on Hollywood Boulevard, yeah, right there. And that was the night we became Best tight piece. friends with uh, the Tates. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that's a whole nother, yeah, we sure did. It was just, just LA times. It like, really we was. were living when, that when West LA Coast was like lit too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, great, because I love that you have a perfect segue because cause the next next question is what? Uh, what's your hometown? Ah, Tell me about it. You know. Give me a love, a love about it, something that you don't, and then maybe something that you don't necessarily like about it. Ooh, got it. Um, born and raised in Los Angeles, California. Whoop, whoop. West <laughs> I mean, West Coast all the way. You know, we grew up in this, in like the, I have to say, I feel lucky. We grew up in the 90s. The 90s were like the bomb. It was lit, period. All day. Yes, we were just like day. living the dream. So I feel like, uh, and you know, there was so much going on and it was just a really great time to be the age that we were. True. Um, and I rep for it. I've lived here most of my, all my life, but I, I, you know, I've toured and been all over the world so much that there've been times when I didn't really feel like I had a home. Um, but, and I love, it's a love hate relationship. I think with LA at this point, you know, I love it. There are great things and there are also things that I hate about it. I hate the traffic and I feel like LA has become overly populated with people that come to the city with maybe big dreams and turn into this um, caricature of themselves and they lose sight of who they are and what they want because they're so you know driven or focused by maybe getting attention or fame or whatever it is so they lose sight of their passion so I have a love-hate relationship because I feel like there's the city so packed with people and and there's a lot of people that are just lost Lost angels, right? Lost angels. And I mean, I 100% agree with you. I'm having that conversation all the time. I think us as locals have that conversation because we always are put on the in the position to have to defend what L.A. really is. And it's like, L.A. is so fake. And it's like, no, no. the people, the transplants that come here that have made the caricature of some themselves. Of them. some, some of them. them. Some of them. But I'm saying that's like, the, that's yeah. kind of the origin of where, in my opinion, yeah. the fakeness comes in because it's not necessarily that it's fake, but they haven't found themselves within it. Right. So they're not the same person that they would be here as they would be in home, their hometown. In their hometown. And, and but pretty much this is our hometown. Right. So we're looking at it from like, what did Dr. Say, I just sit back and watch the show. And you know what I mean? The show. The show. Show business. business. Ah, That's it. Listen, any any person that you meet from LA is usually mad cool, down to earth, 
and I, you know, so yeah, I, but I love LA, there's a lot of good things, you know, that I love about it, I live on the beach, and yes, not very many cities where you can kind of get it all in one, you know, and if I have to come into the city, I will, <laughs> and deal with the crazies, because there are a lot of them here. Yes, there are. Mm-hmm. Um, hometown song, I know this is a hard one, and it's going to be a hard one for everybody, but like, what's a song that makes you feel that you feel like reps? Webs our hometown. Oh God, that's so hard. It's so hard, but just don't think about it too hard. I mean, it, it, it. When I think about it, I think about, of course, our our days of yeah, like of after, like right after high school, and I, and I just think about like Snoop. Yeah. Somewhere in that vein. I mean, there's so many. Okay, start singing one. Give us oh, one. I can't. do some of them are okay. nasty. Well, maybe we could do. You know what? I mean, Tupac. <laughs> Tupac. Tupac. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Live and die in LA. That's a good Live one. Live and die in LA. That's the place to be. Got to need it to know it. But everybody wanna see yeah. it. <laughs> that kind of goes off yes. with what you Usually just said Tupac. Right now. It's all Tupac yeah, for me. Okay, yeah. okay. All right. Well, moving yeah. right along. Tupac, we miss you. <sighs> yeah. Damn, he was real. Mm. All right, um, on to the next thing. Yeah, um, you have a best memory of, of us? God, best memory. So I know there's so many. Many, I mean, that New Year's Eve moment. <laughs> and we never found the New Year's Eve moment. We, we went to like 50 parties and none of them was the right address. And then we ended up saying Happy New Year in, in the, the middle car. of the street. Remember, we got out the car. We got yeah. we were in the car, but then we're like, forget it. We got out the car in the middle of the street. And, and we were like, and it's New Year's Eve. Eve. <laughs> and that was that. It was just one moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, but that was a funny. Yeah, one. That was a fun one. But that's okay. not my memory. Yeah. <laughs> but it's. I mean. But you know, it's, it's memorable. Yes. It's probably one about because that was. I'm a ride for your shabba shoe. <laughs> Too many inside jokes, guys. We'll get to those later. But yeah. um, moving right along, um, can you think of another best memory? I think you know us being able to kind of work together in the dance industry like what? projects. I mean, just like uh, Fly for a White Guy was fun. Fly for a White Guy was amazing. I mean, that yeah. was just one of those yeah. moments for me. That was uh, breaking into sort of the well. No, first was next. I'm sorry. Yeah, Hello. first was Jamal. next because I mean, Jamal coming too. Because yes. on next, I was like the token white girl. Right, exactly. And then on Fly for White Guy, you were like the token, token black, black girl. girl. That's that trip. So, I mean, we, we definitely have we, some... We knew how to like transition through those pop worlds, though. You know right. what I mean? And you were like holding it down for like the creep. You know, yeah. SLT. Yeah. SLT? Yeah. I always say SWV and TLC. Exactly. SLT. That's a car, right? You know, I think of you in that kind of realm... And then we were both kind of, you know, doing our thing. Yeah, the top we of the were. game. Absolutely. Which is interesting. Yeah, definitely. Good um, memories, good times. That's a real good time. And you're right, we didn't, but you know, I don't know how much we worked together. We, we came across, yes, I think our, like, work lanes came across mm-hmm. for, um, for some epic moments, but not, like, a continuous. You know, right. you know what I mean? Like, how you have this certain people that you're just always working with. Yes. Me and you weren't those people always working together. I feel like we had different, different lanes. But they all but they crossed, came, they over. All crossed over. But my memory of us, of course, is getting our hair braided. <laughs> our hair braided on Crenshaw. And my head hurt so bad. And we were wearing cross clothes and we took pictures at that Crenshaw spot. It's like the old school like background yes. pictures. Back to back. We were like horde. And our hair was so tight. Oh, God. I 
good time. I'm going to think if I took mine out the next day. I might have taken mine. No, no, no. Because then remember we finally took him out. We had, we had like four strands of hair oh left. <laughs> I mean, I'm laughing now because braids are so back in. I mean, we both have braids in our hair right now. Right now. Okay, now I have another good one. Okay, what? We were on tour with Diddy. Okay, and we both had braids at the time. And we are rehearsing, like, it was dress, no, sorry, not dress. Run through with Diddy for like 21 hours. He's got everybody like laid out, tired. We hadn't done a full run through top to bottom yet. And it was the day before the show. We were exhausted. And and, and Diddy goes, I want all the dancers to have weeds. To have weeds. And Shonique had micros. I had had micro mini braids. And we were so tired. They didn't know where to get my color hair because I was kind of blonde. And they literally, we were asleep in their lap while they took out (laughs) our braids at night to wake us up, to wash our hair, to put the weave in, okay? I'm not there yet, I'm not done. And then the show is starting and my my hair is not done. She's still weaving my hair. And it's so tight because they had to braid it first, then sew in the weaves flat because it's laid like straight. And then the first look. And she's not done yet. Not done yet. The very first look, we had the unitards with the caps, like Mary J. Blige with the hole in the top. And they pulled the weave up into a ponytail. And what happened? Remember? Oh my God. We were like bawling because it was the most excruciating pain that I still remember to this day. I had never experienced anything. And just to let you know, after that, we ran. Me and Carmi were the last two people to get on stage. We were we we had to yeah. we had to come in a separate bus. Everybody else were all was already there. there in there. We weren't even um, there. We That's weren't right. even there. Remember? Oh and then Benny Medina was like, "Hey, hey, who's there? Hey, get over there. You guys oh get on stage. God. You remember?" And we ran, and we had on our white unitards, and literally it was like a five heartbeats moment. Yeah. We ran on, on stage, stage into then, the boom, opening into the opening number, which was victory. Dun, 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 dun. You didn't have up now. You didn't up. Yeah, but the that? intro, the oh, intro yeah, was the intro? like was a uh, um the time don't stop. No, forever. no, no, no. no it was victory. The, no, but the, the, oh. not the first song. But the intro was the um, um that that music. Oh, I want to say. And yeah, but then that was also the tour that in the middle of I Got a Crush on You with Lil' Kim, (laughs) my orange wig, because this is the first show. Yeah, it was. This first show. show. Miami. Miami, first show. And I was orange with the marabou jacket, patent leather, and we had... They had put a black wig cap on and then an orange wig on. You didn't pin it. We ran out there because we never did dress rehearsal. <laughs> and I put my head upside down and the wig fell off. Sure did. <laughs> Don't say sure. Sure did. And I was dying laughing too. I never, I could not even like I couldn't even finish the choreography. I just stayed on stage and I just was doing whatever I wanted, laughing. And and then I also and then uh, since we didn't have any run through, I remember there was one little uh, part where Diddy ran into me. Do you remember? Bumped me and I fell to the ground, <laughs> like all the way on the ground because we didn't we hadn't practiced our spacing. Yeah. So I came up to get my position and he was running because oh. he was height and like literally Bumped was like boom and I went to the ground. <laughs> But he was cool. He didn't like do a let me keep walking in the middle of the show. He grabbed he me, kept me up. <laughs> I was trying to leave that out. <laughs> he 
actually picked me up. He was like, you okay? I was like, I'm good, I'm good. I went back into the choreography. And then after that number, we were all, we went back to the wings yeah. and we were dying. Well, Diddy, everybody. And they died because when my wig fell off, I picked it up, threw it over my shoulder, <laughs> held onto it and tipped off the stage <laughs> through the back curtain. And when I came back, him and Mace were on the floor. On the floor. Rolling, dying, crying, laughing. So good times, Joe, with you. Good times. <laughs> All right, we can move on to the next segment. <laughs> um, okay, what is show business to you? Like to LA native Carmeet, who has done everything in so many different stages. It's a hard question, but if you can put it in like somewhat of a sentence, if you can put it in somewhat of a sentence, what is show business to you? What's show business to Carmeet? That is a that's a loaded question. It I is. think that it's changed over this year, over the years for me. It's a journey. It started off like as this huge world of possibility and doing everything that I love and making a career and making a living at it and just being so excited. And as we called it and coined the term rookie love. Rookie love. Because yes. when you're new at it, everything is like, ooh, this is and then when it becomes like the struggle is real, mm-hmm. it shifts your, um, not just perspective, but your experience of it and the way that you create and why you might create it a certain way. And then now I'm a mom and I have a family, so I have completely different priorities, different things that I want, different things that uh, would make me happy. I Like, I, for instance, I don't want to go on a huge world tour all over the world and give everybody a piece of myself who deserves it more than my family and my daughter, you know what I mean? So um, things change, but do I, I still love performing, I still love creating, but also the landscape of the industry has changed. Social media has completely changed everything um, in the way that everybody has their own brand, their own TV show. And so I feel um, partially like I'm not, I don't, I, I feel partially like I'm, I resisted a little bit and then partially like I get excited when I get a chance to create, but I think I we come from a school and sort of a generation where there was a little more. Um, um, I don't want to. I don't want to put anybody's creations down. That's right, not my, right, what I'm right, saying. Right. But like sometimes the quality, the level of yeah. the way we would produce something mm-hmm. is completely different than the way these kids would do it. Yeah, Some of them. I mean, when you get to a level, then they have more resources and money course, and blah blah blah. But when they start and they have. You know, a lot of time to just create content every day on their phone. It's different. Like we're not doing that. Absolutely, it comes from a completely different um, place. So yeah, I, I'm I'm still kind of trying to find my lane, if you will, in this new era. Um, but it's exciting. I see so many kids kind of creating such really incredible things and creating huge brands for themselves. And it's so I'm curious to see where it will all evolve and parlay into because when social media or when, when specifically even Instagram is not Instagram anymore, like MySpace was MySpace. When Instagram is not Instagram, what and where will these people be? How will they parlay that into the next thing? So, um, yeah, this this journey's been all that I know. You know, I think I I think I, I talked to you about this the other day that I can't imagine doing anything else. Like I love creating, yet it has changed for me and how I get to do it. It's not as 
as organic like every day because I have responsibilities of a family and I'm trying to kind of incorporate all that and balance it, which is a challenge in balance, itself. Balance, girl. That's a different, that's a whole nother podcast, isn't right. it? Balance. Yes. Um, no, I mean, I feel like you answered the question, mm-hmm. you know, to the, to the extreme because that's really what show business is, especially for someone like you. It's a journey. Yes. And I think that's kind of what you're saying, yeah. right? Show business to you is a journey because it's changed from when it was back then. And there's that Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> the heart um, of Hollywood. So with that, Hollywood. Can you give me a, um, can you think of a glory moment? A glory moment as far as? Glory moment in this show business, in this thing called show business. I mean, I'm sure you got plenty, but, you know, give us, give us, it's where you can give a little bit more of a piece of like, what's, what, what do you think was your, your most I mean, successful accomplishment, you know, in, in, I, the, in the show business, like a, you know, a glory moment. Well, there's stages of it. I mean, yeah, I feel is. like, you know, when I started dancing, there were just certain, um, you know, stepping stones that I was really excited about and working with different people. Um, was awesome and choreographing for certain people or whatever. Um, and then, you know, the Pussycat Dolls was something that I did even when I was freelancing as a dancer right. and doing all that early on. And so those days were sort of glory days. They're very nostalgic, the PCD, day, PCD early days yeah. at the OG Viper days. Room. Yes. OG days when all the celebrities would come to the Viper Room and we'd be killing those shows. It was so fun. But then... I think, you know, if I next level it, obviously when we signed with Interscope and that first moment when we heard Don't Y'all on the radio, ah, sort of that, yeah, that, that's that, level. That's oh, that yeah. moment. And then there were moments within the dolls that I remember certain particular experiences and shows that I just remember going, wow, this is surreal. And, you know, being like in the Philippines and feeling those stadium crowds just like, <sighs> Like, it's so loud that it's quiet. It's almost like a muffled, like, muted. Right. <sighs> and they're screaming, and I just, I started crying. And I was like, <sighs> like, it's just, yeah. a, it's just an adrenaline rush that you can never match. And I can imagine that, you know, some of these artists nowadays that are getting this um, extremely exponentially fast levels of success. Right. Going to, like... Killing me in six months from out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Like I've, I had a career before that I built up. I performed with artists in stadiums, of so it course. wasn't that much of a jump. But it was cool that it was me as the artist. But it, it's it's for these people. It's it's a definite high low, and and there's definitely a come down after. Yeah. Which I I'm concerned for the well being and the mental health of a lot of these kids because. It, it, you know, the amount of information and technology and the experiences and the documenting it, and it's like you're not present. No. That's what's the catch 22 of this era of social media. As much as everybody's doing, which is amazing, and a lot of these people are just watching other people live vicariously through them, you know. But there, it's so it's an interesting place. I'm curious to see where we'll be in 10 years. Damn. <laughs> Said it. Um, okay. Can you think of like a, whole, a hell nah moment or I'm done moment, I'm over it moment? In your, in your, in your career? Um, wow. A hell nah. Hell nah or I'm done, I'm over it. Okay. This is not a bad I'm done, okay. but... Um, I was doing, I was working with Jennifer Lopez, and I did her 
Ain't It Funny video, and then we did the American Music Awards, and I remember that there was just some things, I remember being on stage and being very conscious that I was like, I think I'm done dancing behind people. I was like, why am I dancing behind people anymore? Had a great run, had an amazing time, worked with some amazing artists. I gained a lot of knowledge and um, wisdom from some of the great people that I worked with, you know, from Ricky Martin to Beyonce to, you know, um, a bunch of really incredible people. Became really good friends with Gwen Stefani, which is who, you know, I brought to the Pussycat Dolls and then we ended up signing with her label, Interscope. So, and people who were like real, who were grounded in the industry, who many of them are still killing it. Yeah. And I'm grateful to have had those experiences and know that there are people that are the real ones out there. I love that. So, yeah. I love that. Okay, so then what about I'm back moment? So what about, okay, after you said I was done, what was your I'm back moment? Well... I don't know how the, I don't know if it was right after that. Okay. Then you should definitely say that because I think that's another thing that I would like people to know. The chronological order, the time, you said something to me that sticks with me. You're like, any project that you ever want to do, you know, from, you know, an artistic place, from the heart, is going to cost more time, more money, and more work than you'd ever imagine. So anytime I get into something, I'm always like, ah, oh, it's more money. Ooh, it's more time. Ooh, it's more work, you know? And I think that time aspect in between mm-hmm. the time that shit's lit mm-hmm. is the hardest part. The in-betweens, you know what I mean? So yes. I guess even if it wasn't right after, then I'd love for you to kind of share what was that little what was that what was that in between time for you before once you made that decision that okay I'm not I'm done with this part of the journey or I'm yeah. done with this stage. How long was it? And what was that what was that thing that you did to, you know, jump on to the next thing when you were done? Because that's what people need to know. Yeah, I think I mean I'd always kind of wanted to well it's funny actually not that long ago, probably a couple of years ago, I ran into Tanika Ray, who's a good friend of ours, you know, um, doing Killing It on mm-hmm. Extra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's back, yeah, too, because she know, took a hiatus right. and had a baby and, and the whole nine yeah, went through her thing, and now she's back yeah. better yeah, than ever. Better than ever, yes, you're right. And she goes, girl, and I remember right before the dolls happened now, this is right before the Right after, I guess, we signed, mm-hmm. and we had, we were at Ernie's Tacos on Lincoln Shin, mm-hmm. and she was like, girl, you always said you wanted to do a girl group thing. I was like, I did? Yeah. I didn't even remember. remember that. But yeah. I guess I somehow, I kind of manifested it in a weird way. I mean, the dolls were essentially that, but, and I always had said, we should really sing instead of lip sync these songs. Why don't we just sing them? But not everybody was... Singing, oh, singers, right, right, right. Um, but and and that was sort of how sort of how the whole thing reformatted. But um, yeah, so I guess I, I somehow put that out into the ethers and and came true, and it was amazing. But interestingly enough, there were a lot of things that once I stepped into that realm, I realized I didn't sign up for. <laughs> and um, I that, that's a whole other world or discussion but you know you can imagine there are a lot of the the stories that you hear or that you think of that are cliche but they are very very true and I feel like you have to be very selective about what you 
Put forth about what you want. Be detailed about it because it'll come with other things that you may have not wanted. And obviously everything is a learning lesson, stepping stone. And I'm just grateful to have had a career as a dancer and then the Pussycat Dolls and now an actual real life family and grounded home life, you know, um, a beautiful child. And now I, now I'm back. Got it. <laughs> I love that. So now that she's back, I'm going to have her do this little game. Ooh. All right. I like it. So uh, this game is called Whatever It Is You Like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... I'm going to ask you Uh-oh. things that you like, and you tell me this one or that one. All okay. Right? So here we go. So we're going to go really, really it's fast. It's just like a quick thing? It's a quick thing, so you're okay. going to try at, to not think about it. Okay. Just moving forward. Okay. Okay, great. So whatever it is you like, annoying vegan, crazy meat eater. Crazy meat eater. Mm, on that stage or behind those scenes? On the stage. All right. You put the sing and single, or you taken or married as hell. Taken. Nice. Okay, so now if you're taken, you get another little uh, sidebar. <laughs> I need you to tell me something old, something new, something borrowed, and something blue about mm. what's happening in that, you know, you what you're taken within this, in the show business. Mm. So, something old. You and your guy, something, something old. Well, crazy as it is, we've been together. 20, almost 20 Ooh, years. That's something old. So, okay, yeah, moving yeah. right along. Coming, coming something, up. Something new. Oh my God. Something new. Um, well, like any relationship, we've had to work. Okay. And we're in a really good place, but we have a beautiful daughter. And um, yeah. I think just like a career, a relationship, it takes work to reinvent yourself all the time. I love and. Uh, especially when you're with somebody, with your partner, to reinvent your relationship. And I don't know, people are like, what's the secret? I don't know what the secret is. There's no secret sauce. You have to uh, be committed and want to make it work. There you go. In your, you know, within yourself. And then two halves can make a hole, or two holes can, you know what I mean, can be solid. So. so then, so then, with that, then in the game, something new. Will you say that your relationship is new now? I feel like new. I feel new. Yeah. So something old, twenty years, something new. Y'all are back big. together. And Great. Then, yeah. Something borrowed. <laughs> something borrowed. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know. Word, clothing, mm-hmm. something from your man. Something borrowed. Let's see if this works. Oh, uh, I don't know. Something what borrowed. What do you borrow from him? Or what do you borrow from? other relationships or inspirational quotes or something borrowed that you use to move into whatever that is, if that can kind of help a little bit. Because we all, we all borrow something, and I feel like with me, I borrow inspiration. Mm-hmm. You know? Definitely. So what's something borrowed in that realm? Well, even when I was on tour, um, and that was healthy for us too, when I was on tour and he could, you know, kind of... We had time apart, and then right. makes us miss each other and, and come totally, back. Yeah. But he was my rock when I came home, and I would be like, ah, la, 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 "This, this." Like, he's like, "Baby, that, that shit ain't real." Right. He was grounded. He kept me. He kept me grounded. So you so borrow that. Shit I borrowed from that him. from him. He, we're yin oh, and yang, you I know, like everything. That, yeah. When I'm crazy, he's like, "Boom." When he's right. crazy, I'm like, "Babe." Great. Yeah. I love that. Mm. Um, okay, something blue. And what is exactly that saying? It's funny because, 
you know, when you get married, they say like there's a little yeah. tradition that you know the bride should get something, uh, something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue, and they walk down the aisle in something that. blue. Yeah. Oh. So so usually like like oh. for Lisette, oh. we gave her like this little blue thing that she wore. Like I think it was like a blue. Um, what are those little on the? Uh, of course, uh, garter. Garter. So she wore a blue garter. Uh, she had this little old thing from like Sienna's grandma that we pinned into the dress. And then something new. I think I can't remember what she what she had for something new. And then something borrowed was something from like her mom or something. You know what I mean? Yes. So blue. I'm looking at it as the color blue, or maybe something blue. Maybe not the best memory. Mm, well, my uh, we. He proposed to me three weeks before we got pregnant. And so we've just been engaged for like eight years. Right, right, right. And my engagement ring is blue diamonds. Oh my god, I love it! Yay! Alright, awesome. Okay, good. Now going over to the next one. Hip hop or house junkie. 90s R and B all day. Rock and roll, dude. Old town country head. Or t you mean, you mean, yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, that's like Ibiza. Exactly. So, hip hop or house junkie. Absolutely. Okay, gotcha. 90s R&B all day? Come on now. Well, that's hard because it's definitely connected with hip hop. Hip hop is 90s. All right. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. And house, definitely. Gotcha. All right. So, artist crush. Celebrity crush. You know, fun one. Miley Cyrus. Oh my goodness! Damn it, Miley. She didn't. She's doing what she wants right now. Huh? She does what she wants. Jesus. Okay. Favorite artist that you work with? Ooh, that's hard. Pick one. I mean Beyonce. Great. Oh, I like that one. Okay, great. Worst artist that you worked with, but you don't have to give names. Just leave us with a riddle or a hint or zodiac. Oh dang, that's like <laughs> scriddle. Oh my god. Leave um, us with a riddle. Give me something. Give me something. Oh, no. I don't even know. I really don't even know. I mean, I've worked with so many people. And there hasn't been one that's been, like, a treacherous memory or anything. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I have pretty good memories. Oh, that's awesome. I got some treachery. too. Hell, yeah. You remember? Come on now. Okay. I got plenty. Mm -hmm. However, moving right along. (laughs) Okay, great. So, show business. Is it worth it? 100. Okay, last thing. What's up and what's next? What's now and what's next? Oh, wow. <laughs> I gotta be careful about what I all say. It's all good. There's, so just, you, you know, give us what you wanna give, what okay. you wanna share. What's now? Um, well, I'm definitely kind of more along the lines of doing what I feel when I feel, which, is, which has been a, a change for me. Uh, not feeling pressure to do what people think I should be doing or chasing a certain thing. It just, if it feels right. I have been working on new music Yay. and doing different things, like all across the board, like different mm-hmm. music, which I love. And What's inspiring um, you right now? Um, Music-wise, or, you know, because, I mean, you've done, you know, most of what we've heard is pop. Yes. And then we heard, you know, you diva out. You know, so what's your what's what, what music wise? What's inspiring you? What can we look to 
to feel from you? Let's say that. What can we feel from you? I mean, I... This is so hard because I love so many different things. Okay. Um, but I realized that what I like as far as what I picked, like, track-wise, was not necessarily... I needed to kind of explore other realms. So I, I just did cover. Um, there will be a video coming out for that soon. Um, and then I did a song sort of, like, dark, you know? Mm. And then I did... So I've done a couple things, like different different realms of music, which has been really fun. And I want to do something slower now. Ooh, like, I, I feel like that. I want to do vibey, slowy things. But it's like, that's what I hate is that we're not one thing. Everybody's different things mm-hmm. the whole time. So one day your mood's different, right? Shit. So you wake up and yep. you want to do this. Next day you dress like this. Yeah. And I think even like the way you dress changes how you feel and your vibe, your style. So I'm kind of doing it at my own pace. Um, I definitely have some things in the pipeline that I can't really talk about. All but, right. I mean, people, we'll wait, people have wait. ideas about it. So wait we'll for it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the possibility, obviously, of, re, of a PCD reunion is what everybody is asking and talks yes. about. And it's, it's, in, it's in the ether. So, in the ether. So, That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Well, I want to just leave you with thank you, my first guest. I'm diving into something yes. new. You know, it's the same thing, like how you said... Um, I've always wanted to do a girl girl group yeah. thing back in the day. Yeah. I've realized I've always wanted to do radio or talk radio or music or I'm all, I'm doing this anyways mm-hmm. all the time. And yep. so to just jump into it, move forward, and then have my girl as my first guest, I just want to thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you, because I'm I'm borrowing something from you right now. Hey. Um, all right, give me one word or first off, I guess you can just go ahead and, you know, say whatever you want to say. Last words for, um, you know, my listeners, my, I have zero listeners at this point, <laughs> but I'm going to turn that into, yeah. we're starting at zero and one, then, zero, zero, and then zero, we're going to turn zero, that zero. to one, zero, 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 zero. So right now for the zero listeners yeah. turning into one, zero, 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 right. what do you, what's your last words, boo? Wow. <laughs> well, first off, I just want to say I'm so proud of you for diving in because this is right up perfectly for what you do right in up the alley right Thank up the lane both. I mean this is natural for you and, and yeah my goodness I love it and so um, I'm happy to be your first guest Yay. and I think you have a, a huge opportunity and future with this because there's people want to hear people's stories and especially like anecdotes and crazy tour stories yeah. and like all you know love all this stuff is really important so what do you want to leave what, 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 is, what does Carmeet want to leave leave us today with? Um, I want to leave you with um, focusing on self-care. Ah, I think nice. that there's a lot of attention towards looking good, the, cool, the prettiest picture, you know, and then like I notice when I post something that's like maybe more geared towards mental health or being, mm-hmm. you know, self-care, yeah, I may not get as many likes, but right. it's really important. Like if people took the time to do the work that they do on their minds and bodies as much as they do to put the makeup on and the hair and the whole thing, it's just as important because when you are still or you meditate, which I highly recommend meditating mm-hmm. and doing whatever helps you quiet the mind because our mind can go nonstop, you mm-hmm. know, from the phones and all night and you can't sleep, whatever. Uh, thinking about something, or I got to post something, or yeah, feeling yeah, obligated, yeah, yeah, like yeah. all that stuff. Like, it's not, like, whatever. Some people do social media breaks. You've done yes, it, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's great. 
I haven't done it, which is great. I've done it here and there, but not right. like not legit. a real legit one. Yeah, conscious one. But I do more so where I just kind of like. I, I check out a little bit and take the time, or I'm doing things for my family, or I'm, I'm focused on me. And sometimes I literally just do nothing, but I choose a me day. I'm like, I go to the beach, I meditate, I work out, I go to the spa, I get a massage, whatever it is. Like, and I, and then the next day I just feel like a different person, and I can come back to actually being um, creative from an organic place and and contributing the right energy instead of like something contrived or like you know what I'm saying I love it there's so that's how she's leaving us and that's I mean I can't think of anything more important especially if you are attempting to be in show business if you are in the middle of show business or even if you're at the end of your career of show business she's leaving us with self care mm-hmm. so you heard it from Carmine mm-hmm. you gotta take care of yourself to be up in this biatch yes <laughs> I think that's oh, what you're saying right yep all right well leave us with um I don't know. Give us a little melody or something. A little goodbye melody. Oh. Yeah. Just want to hear, yeah just a little ching, 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 something. Something cute. Yeah. So, you know, people want to hear your voice. And if they don't, well, I do. Well, Leave us know. with a little, little something, a little melody. And then that's how we're going to end show business. The very first show business with my girl, Carmine. She's yeah. going to take us out with a little doo-wop or something. I don't know. It goes, I know you like me. Woo. I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> Done. You better sing it. That's why whenever I come around, she's all over you. Hey. And I know you want it. I know you want it. It's easy to see. Easy to see. And in the back of your mind, I know you should be with me. Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like show? Hey! <laughs> All right. First show business podcast Yay. down. Thank you, Carmine. I love you, boo. Love you, boo. Show, show business. Show business.